It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. You are now listening to CLNS Radio, your source for all things basketball. You cannot stop this guy. This guy is unbelievable right now, and with the way he's playing, he's played an outstanding brand of basketball. You're trying to tell me he's not the next best thing? What are you hearing? Man, all I know is this guy can fall, and if you can come out and play with him, you can play with anybody in the league. I want your opinion. Call into the show. Why don't you drive the rack? Seriously, why don't people drive the rack more often? Fed up with this cookie-cutter brand of basketball, not go out and hand-check. What are you comparing? The guy's got grit. The guy's got moxie, and the guy's got heart. What more do you want? Broadcast through Blog Talk Radio and CLNS Radio. Welcome to the Hooper's Log. Here's your host, Simo Buckley. Going into the Hooper's Log, it is episode 61 here on a late night edition, 9.30 p.m. Eastern, 6.30 p.m. Pacific here on the Hooper's Log in CLNS Radio in the FanDuel Studios. If you'd like to call in and talk all things basketball here on the Hooper's Log, my name is Simo Buckets. SimoBuckets.com is the website if you'd like to learn more about me and who I am. Um, and the, web, the phone number is 323 642 one five five eight is the number here on CLNS Radio in the Hooper's Log on a Friday night chill session. I can only be on here for maybe about twenty five minutes, and then I got to go back to work. I am working. Unfortunately, we cannot have Andrew on the show today. If you're listening through the Apple Podcast, this is your weekend preview slash uh, All Star Game reserve breakdown recap. Uh, I got a lot to get to on that. I also want to talk about the games from last night and obviously break down the whiteboard worthy performances of the night from last night. I also want to talk about the uh, the games that happened in the world of college basketball. But if you're, going to, if you'd like to call in, the phone number is 323-642-1558 is the number. There were quite a bit of whiteboard performances last night, quite a bit uh, to mention from yesterday. Obviously, there's games going on right now in the NBA. If you're, if you're tuning into that, I would totally understand. Uh, but we're here to recap last night and clearly talk about tonight's games. We'll get to those here in a little bit. And also, we'll preview a big-time Saturday in the world of the NBA coming up uh, Saturday afternoon on ESPN and ABC. It's going to be a big-time, big-time event, uh, the first weekend without without football. Obviously, football uh, is, is going to be right around the corner with the Super Bowl here in, in a week. But right now, we got basketball on the mind because guess what? Basketball will be up in the air, in the air, everywhere, and dominating the landscape of sports here any minute. Let's get it going, Kevin Hart. Let's go, let's go, let's go. All right, all right, all right. We're going to learn today. Yes, sir. Let's get into this show now. What, what do we got? We had, we, had, we had quite a bit of games last night. We had six games in the NBA from a night ago. And uh, obviously you had two college basketball games that were ranked opponents playing one another. It was an outstanding night of hoops last night. 
Um, and last night in the NBA, there were six games, like I mentioned, uh, Hawks and Pacers. Pacers destroy the Hawks, 111-92. They just absolutely throttle them, and they get themselves back on track with that victory. The Nuggets, they beat the Wizards 117-113. to 113. I'm telling you, the Wizards are kind of like an Eastern Conference version of the Phoenix Suns. It's just that's how they've been playing. That's how they've been acting. And it, it just doesn't shock me with the way that they've been putting on games. as They're just not playing to the level that you would expect a team with that much talent to do. Obviously, John Wall got in as a reserve in the Eastern Conference. We'll get to that here in a little bit. But unfortunately, the circumstance is that the Wizards, just, they're not playing good enough to keep where they're going. But they can keep it going here and keep, get going forward for, along as time moves forward. Knicks, they get beat by the Raptors again. They get beat by 10. Raptors win 103-93. to 93. The Raptors get the victory there. Again, and, and Kyle Lowry went off. 26 points, 10 assists, 6 rebounds, 3 steals, a 55 on the white board performance scale. He absolutely went off in that one. Uh, and the Raptors staying pace with the Cleveland Cavaliers right there, right behind them in the second spot in the Eastern Conference. I forgot to mention, this is the final episode of January 2016. Next week, uh, Monday, we will have the top 10 performances of the month of January. We'll have our players of the month prediction. We'll have our player of the week prediction from this past week that's going on right now. And we'll also give you our top 10 – I'll give you our player of the month, coach of the month, all that kind of stuff. February 1st will be our next show, episode 62, next week uh, on the Hooper's Log. But let's get back to recapping these games real quick before we move forward. Bucks beat – Bucks lose to the Grizzlies, 103-83. to Bucks they're, – they're trying to get back to the Eastern Conference, but a team like the Grizzlies is hanging on and keeping on for dear life, trying to stay in that middle pack of the Western Conference. Pelicans beat the Kings 114 to 105. Again, the Pelicans trying to gear themselves back up to try and get into a playoff conversation and beating the Kings is a big time step for them. If they can want to get back into that uh, conversation of potentially making an eight spot in the West, beating the Kings last night was a big time victory. Them, although Boogie Cousins went off 26 points, 10 rebounds, six assists, five blocks, a 58 on the wet board, the performance scale performance of the night by far from Boogie Cousins. Rajon Rondo also had 17 points, 15 assists, and six rebounds, a 53 on the white board performance deal, an absolutely dominating performance by Rajon Rondo and Boogie Cousins, but it wasn't quite enough as Ryan Anderson carried the load for the uh, New Orleans Pelicans as Anthony Davis wasn't in there. 36 points, nine rebounds, and four assists, a 53 on the white board performance scale. He absolutely went off in place of Anthony Davis. And, and in the final nightcap game of the night on TNT, Bulls beat the Lakers 114-91. Bulls, again, stretching out, trying to get back into that upper echelon of the Eastern Conference. Jimmy Butler, 26 points, 10 assists, 5 rebounds, 4 steals, shining as he was announced conference uh, uh, all-star for the second straight year. And Paul Gasol, or his first all-star ever, Paul Gasol, 21 points, 12 rebounds, and 7 assists also in that one. 21 points, 12 rebounds, 7 assists, 53 in the whiteboard, the performance scale. He also got in as an all-star in this one that's your recap from the world of the nba in that one i wanted to get to what happened in the world of the all-star game reserves and 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 i'll give you who ultimately got in here's here's who ultimately got in as the reserves in the western conference james harden got in chris paul draymond green anthony davis demarcus cousins none of those are shocking at all but here's the part where it gets a little hairy lamarcus aldridge got in over over a guy like Damian Lillard. And Clay Thompson got in. I wasn't shocked. I picked Clay Thompson to get in. But the part that bothers me about this is LaMarcus Aldridge got in. For those of you that don't know me, Simo Buckets here on the Hooper's Log uh, through CLNS Radio, I'm a diehard, I'm a diehard Spurs fan. But I'm going to tell you there's only one all-star on our team. That's Kawhi Leonard. Outside of that, 
everyone's been playing rather pedestrian. Well, but not all-star level. LaMarcus Aldridge is not an all-star. He hasn't played all-star worthy outside of maybe four or five games this entire year. He has been a pedestrian player since coming from Portland. And just because the, the Spurs are the second best team in the Western Conference does not mean you need to make this guy an automatic all-star. That's an absolute joke and a travesty to the game to, to just reward a guy because the team is playing well. I get that the team it's a team game. I understand. But LaMarcus Aldridge isn't the guy that makes the ship go. You know who does make the ship go? Damian Lillard. The Portland Trailblazers right now are hovering around an eighth, ninth spot in the Western Conference, and they came into this season being a team that was completely written off. No one thought they would do anything. Everyone thought they would fall off the map. Who wouldn't? They lost four of their five starters, and one of those guys has come out and played gangbusters of a season so far. And for him to not be in as an all-star and a lock as an all-star is a slap in the face to the Portland Trailblazers organization, a slap in the face to anybody who thinks that this guy is not deserving. If you want to call in and talk about this, the phone number is 323-642-1558 is the number. And again, it's so frustrating to know that all the other guys were, were, I believe, were fine. Draymond Green should have been a starter. DeMarcus Cousins should have been a starter. LaMarcus Aldridge, how the heck does he get in? How does he even be considered as an all-star at this point? It doesn't make any sense to me why he's even being considered. It's, it's nowhere close. It doesn't make any sense. The guy, I've seen the guy put up numbers this year where he's gone one of, one of 11 from the field, two of seven from the free throw line, and get eight rebounds. That is a garbage stat line. And he's an all-star? Damian Lillard has consistently had to put out 35 and 10 27 and 8, uh, you know, he's had to put out consistently all-star numbers just to keep himself, to keep this team afloat. And they are, and they're staying afloat. They're at eighth spot in the Western Conference. Don't sit here and tell me that because he's, uh, because the, the, the Spurs are a good team and you need to put LaMarcus Aldridge in. Look at where the uh, New Orleans Pelicans are right now. Threes, 15 victories, 16 victories. They're not anywhere near the top part. They're the bottom part of the Western Conference. And you're putting Anthony Davis in because, oh, he's a bona fide superstar. We love Anthony Davis. Damian Lillard's a bona fide superstar, people. Guy is a flat-out superstar. Draymond Green, superstar. Should be starting. Chris Paul, obviously, should be there. He's the best player on his team by far. James Harden, best player on his team by far. You can make the case best shooting guard in the NBA if you want to. Klay Thompson, can make the case that he got in as a squeaker, which I would agree with. But DeMarcus Cousins should be starting. But outside of that, it's like there's one guy, and that's Damian Lillard. It doesn't hurt NBA if you have one guy from each team who is a bona fide superstar. And that one guy in the West that needs to be in the all-star game is Damian Lillard. Multiple reasons. He's averaging 23 points a game. Okay, I want you to think about that. He's averaging 23 points a game. He's putting up numbers like 35 and 10, 27 and 8. Other games that I can't mention right now, I don't have the stat lines in front of me. But how, for him to not even be considered and to be in the conversation with these guys as a reserve is a flat-out joke. And it's a flat-out – it is sad. It is it – is, uh, there's so many words and adjectives I could use. I wish Andrew was on the line with me so I could discuss this with him. But I don't know how you can really defend this from the NBA's perspective and the coaches to think that Damian Lillard is not an, a legit all-star. Last year he got in, he backed in because Blake Griffin got hurt. And he still wasn't an all-star last year when he clearly was. 
Yet LaMarcus Aldridge has found a way to screw him over two years in a row. Now, I'm not saying LaMarcus wasn't an all-star last year because he was. He was a third all-team all-NBA in uh, third team all NBA as a power forward. No debate, no questions. I agree with that. But from the standpoint of, you know, LaMarcus has screwed over his former teammate, and it's not his fault. It's not his fault. He didn't pick himself to get into the, get into the all-star row. Because I can guarantee you he wouldn't think he was. The guy had to shut down his social media account just to stay relevant in the world of basketball. And now you got a guy in Damian Lillard who, I, I, what else does he need to do? What, okay, what else does Damian Lillard need to do? We have seen this team in the Portland Trailblazers go from being a bottom dweller, which they should have been at the beginning of the season, and now they're a legitimate force to get to, that, get to that playoff spot. If you're a playoff team in the West, you're pretty good. You're not great. They're not amazing. They're not incredible. They're, they're a below 500 team in Portland, but so is New Orleans. And LaMarcus Aldridge isn't even the third best player on his team on the Spurs. He's not. Tony Parker's the second best player on the team. And you put LaMarcus Aldridge in front of him, I, I, don't, I don't get where we're going with this, why we need to have to have a certain amount of forwards and guards. and Put the best players in the game. And Damian Lillard is a top five point guard in the Western Conference. He is. Right now, he is. Yeah, how can you debate that? Russell Westbrook, Steph Curry, um, Chris Paul. You can put Damian Lillard in there. There's a couple other guys that are clearly playing well, but he's in there. He is. He's carrying his squad to levels that we haven't seen in a while from a guy who is, I'm telling you, he is the main focus on that team. And for if they even get into the postseason this year, it will be a huge disservice to the NBA for not having him in at the time they could have. Because this is a guy to watch. And also another thing, how does a team like Portland not have any all-stars? Like C.J. McCollum's not even being considered. Uh, you got a guy in Damian Lillard not even considered. How is anyone going to know on, on the national stage that the All-Star game presents itself? How is anyone going to know who's, who's doing what in Portland? No one's going to know anything about Portland going into this game. No one. Damian Lillard got absolutely screwed, an absolute screw job. And if you'd like to call in and talk about how Damian Lillard got screwed over in the All-Star game selections for the reserves, 323-642-1558 is the number one more time. Again, coming through through the CLNS radio on Apple iPod podcast, also on blogtalkradio.com if you want to listen live. Um, also uh, in the FanDuel studios, if you'd like to call in the phone number 323-642-1558 is the number. And again, if you'd like to call in, don't, don't be shy. Do it. Come on. Come on in. I would love to get you on the air and love to promote uh, anything you'd like in the world of basketball. For There's a lot to get to. I mean, really. I mean, obviously the world of college basketball, uh, is starting to get itself underway when it comes to serious, I'm talking like legit bona fide. Con- Once February begins, it's really all college basketball. It's going to get to the point where it's like, okay, we see you college basketball. Let's get it going. Let's get it rolling. I mean, there are some big time games in the world of college basketball this weekend. We'll talk about the games from last night here in a moment. But I wanted to finish off and, 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 and talk about the Eastern Conference reserves that got announced. And uh, I wanted to get to that before I get to college basketball. And then I head on out of here. I got to get back to work here in about 10 minutes. So I want to fly through here and I want to talk about these Eastern conference reserves. I really don't have a problem with them actually. I mean, I, I, am not, I'm not upset at the fact that Paul Millsap got in over. Um, I, I forget who I had, but Jimmy Butler is no doubt. DeMar DeRozan, no doubt. Andre Drummond should be starting. Jimmy Butler should be starting. John Wall should be starting. DeMar DeRozan's in. Isaiah Thomas is in. I'm not shocked that Chris Paul got in, and honestly, I'm not shocked that Reggie Jackson got left off the ballot, even though I feel like he got snubbed. But to be honest, since we talked about it last, he has not been playing well. 
and he has not been playing to the level I think he should be when it comes to be considering for an all-star team. They have one representative in Andre Drummond who's clearly the best center in the Eastern Conference, and I'm not upset at that uh, factor, but to see that Reggie Jackson at least got the consideration was cool. Um, Paul Millsap and Chris Bosh, I'm not upset at those picks at all. Isaiah Thomas coming from the 2-5-3. He played at Curtis High School in, in high school about 10 years ago. Uh, that's the guy right there, an all-star in the NBA. You talk about a guy I grew up 10, 15 minutes away from, and he's now an all-star in the NBA. How cool is that? And a Boston Celtic at that here on CLNS Radio, some awesome stuff there. And the Boston Celtics just won. They just beat the Orlando Magic 113-94 on a Friday. We'll get to those games uh, coming up, obviously. Um, but before we get to college basketball, before we get to college basketball, I want to kind of talk about what's going on right now in the NBA as we speak. Again, if you'd like to call in and talk about these all-star game reserves, please feel free to do so. 323-642-1558 is the number. In the NBA right now, as we sit, the Boston Celtics just won 113-94 over the Orlando Magic, 26-21 and now. They're creeping their way up through that middle pack of the West of the Eastern Conference. The Cleveland Cavaliers are destroying the Detroit Pistons. I know that Andrew is there right now. There's about four minutes left in the fourth, if not three minutes left in the fourth quarter. And LeBron is playing well. The Knicks just beat the, the, the Suns 102-84. to Again, the Suns, I would say their season's done with the way they've been playing. The Knicks trying to creep back into that conversation in the Eastern, in the, in the, in the Eastern Conference. Uh, Houston and, and, and Oklahoma City tonight, fantastic game there. It's still in the middle of the third. Uh, Miami and the Bucks. all these games are still going on, obviously, in the world of basketball. We'll recap those for you on Monday. Um, and let's look at the standings real quick in the NBA um, as we head into this weekend. A pretty pivotal weekend. Obviously, the Spurs and Cavs play each other this weekend. As you're seeing, the Cavs are destroying the, the Pistons right now. Um, and the Spurs are 39-7 and heading into next th- this game tomorrow night. And the Cavs look like they're going to head in 33-12. and This is a big game testing to see what the waters are like for the, the B squads compared to the Warriors of the A squad in the NBA. The B squads and the Cavs and Spurs now playing, I believe, in San Antonio, if I'm not mistaken, or in Cleveland. I believe they're playing in Cleveland. That's going to be an outstanding game to watch there, Um, and I I, I will be in tune with that one. But, again, Oklahoma City, L.A., the Clippers, Memphis, Dallas, Houston, Portland. Portland is still right there. Utah, Sacramento, Denver, and New Orleans now is in the conversation of those five teams, Portland, Utah, Sacramento, Denver, and New Orleans, all hovering going into February, potentially fighting for that eighth spot in the Western Conference. The Western Conference is looking like it's starting to come back to fruition, at least when it comes to the bottom portion. But everyone from Houston on up looks like they're about to be locked heading down the stretch here over the next couple of months in the NBA season. Uh, We'll have our three-fourths review, uh, our third-quarter poll of the NBA season coming up here in about uh, about a month and a half, a little under a month from now. We'll have that. Um, and we'll talk about that. So clearly this next month, going into March Madness, a month from now, it will be a big-time thing. Uh, and seeing where everyone's at, we'll really know the real picture by then. But we're starting to see, like I said, January. By the end of January, by this date that we're talking right now, I said that at the beginning of, at the, at the beginning of January, this was going to be separation month, and you have seen some serious separation in the Eastern Conference. I mean, look at this. Indiana all the way up through Toronto, now it's all separated by about, by about seven, eight games. That's separation. That's what we expected to see, and it's happening. Charlotte, New York, Washington, Orlando, they're all starting to fall away from the pack. They're still there. They have a chance. 
but they're falling away from the pack slowly but surely, and you're starting to see the chinks in the armor of some of the uh, more mediocre teams and what we expected to see throughout the year. So you're starting to see that more often in the Eastern Conference, and knowing that that's the case, it's not shocking that you know we're seeing what's happening in the world of the NBA, and we're seeing the real teams start to come to fruition, and that's what the case will be in the NBA. I want to get to college basketball before we get out of here. i got about five minutes, so i got to go. Um, last night in the world of college basketball, there were some outstanding ball games. No games tonight, obviously. Syracuse upset Notre Dame, 81-66. You kind of saw that coming, knowing Syracuse and their program history. Iowa and Maryland. Maryland got their victory over Iowa, a big-time win for them, 74-68 in the Big Ten, a big-time win for, for Maryland as they can move on now and get further up in the Big Ten standings. Michigan State destroyed Northwestern, 76-45. Oregon upset Arizona in Arizona, 83-75 making their case to become a legit contender in the Pac-12. That's some big-time stuff. And the games over the weekend, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, if you're not watching college basketball this weekend, at least a little bit, I don't really don't know what kind of fan you are. You're listening to this show. You know what I'm saying. You know what I'm talking about. There's some huge games coming on this weekend. 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern, Virginia at Louisville on CBS. I'm telling you, tune in. That's a big-time ACC matchup. you got to watch that one. Iowa State, Texas A&M, a Big 12 SEC challenge at 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern on ESPN. A huge top top 15 matchup in the in the world of NCAA basketball. Oklahoma LSU, the number one team in the nation, playing the number one ranked player in the country, and Ben Simmons in LSU. 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern. I'm telling you, you got to tune into that one prior to watching uh, prior to watching Spurs and Cavaliers. That's going to be a big time game there. Kentucky and Kansas, 4 p.m. Pacific, 5. Uh, 7 p.m. Eastern on ESPN, another Big 12 SEC challenge. You got some big-time, big-time college basketball games going up on Saturday. And Sunday, if, if, if I haven't mentioned them already, uh, there's no real ranked games, but you got Maryland and Ohio State. That's a big-time game. I mean, you got some huge, huge games coming up in the world of college basketball this weekend. And obviously, the world of the NBA, Cavs and Spurs, is going to be the game to watch on Saturday night. Okay. We got about a minute left in the show. We're going to get out of here early because obviously I got to get back to work and uh, there wasn't much to really get on, but we're here. We're live. Episode 61 is in the books. And uh, for those of you listening on the Apple podcast, I truly thank you. I'm sorry for having the, the, the wonky show today. Andrew was going to the game. He was at the Detroit Cleveland game. No problem there. I have no problem with him going to basketball. That's freaking awesome. Um, but I'm here at work. I'm making my paycheck. I'm getting things done. Technically, I'm on lunch right now, but I'm getting it done uh, for the show. And for those of you listening, I am I am truly honored and grateful to know that there are people out there listening and willing to to to, to take this show to the next level and try and, and boost boost what we got here on the Hoopers. Like I'm trying to get everything updated right now so I can get the, the the outro music going. Hopefully, it kicks in here shortly. If not, well, then we'll just kind of figure it out from there. Um, so anyway, episode 61 in the books episode 62 again normal 10 a.m pacific 1 p.m eastern time that will be the time of our show on on uh on monday we will be here we will be ready to go we will be getting ready getting you ready for another outstanding night of basketball we'll recap what happened in the world of college of college basketball nba over the weekend it's going to be an outstanding weekend of basketball. I'm telling you, this is the weekend to get yourself pumped for the next two, three months of basketball once we head into March Madness, into the playoffs, 
of the NBA. I know that Super Bowl week is next week. We're going to get it going. Everything's going to be exciting. Obviously, Cam Newton, Peyton Manning, everyone's going to be talking about that. But once that's over, I'm telling you, stick it around here for the Hoopers Log and stay around and stick around for something special. It's going to be an outstanding time here on the Hoopers Log on CLNS through Blog Talk Radio on the Apple Podcast. My name is Timo Buckets. Thank you again for listening. Have an outstanding night. Enjoy the rest of your night on Friday and enjoy the weekend of hoops. Thank you again for listening. Outstanding stuff. We'll be back 10 a.m. Monday, episode 62, episode 61 in the book. Have a good night, everybody. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.